welcome to this live webinar from Product Partnership where we're looking this week at what um, and when is income gains uh, become taxable and, and where is it taxable. So we, we've talked in this series about um, <clears throat> the, the income being taxable in different locations and how we can use split year rules to um, manage a return. Um, but it, it's not just about the using the split year rules and about the residents and the non-residents. It's about what the type of income is, and that's what we want to focus on today. So what type of income and when is it taxable? Uh, if you're joining us on YouTube, welcome. Um, at the end of this uh, questionnaire, if you're a retained client, we've got, we can go into slightly more detailed, specific questions and answers. So the essence is here is, is looking at what type of income that we've got for our income, our dividends and our, our gains uh, as a business. Uh, last week, we looked at split year rules and we'll cover that in some instances here, um, but we'll take it slightly differently. So the, there's two types of incomes that you can uh, have. There's movable and immovable. Um, so some incomes, uh, some taxable entities move with you and some don't. This varies by jurisdiction. So it does change. You have to bear that in mind. Um, and it depends upon the double taxation treaty. So all tax law around the world is, is generally covered under OECD regulations, creating international templates. Double taxation treaties are no different. And then... Um, those are defined country by country, so uh, to make up slightly different rules for different situations, depending upon what, what that may be. So let's look at pension income for starters. Uh, so with the latest uh, version of the standard double taxation treaty, it allows for a country uh, uh, to tax uh, publicly sourced pension income at source, uh, even if uh, an expat is living and working abroad. So America and Canada have done this for years where uh, state pensions from public service work have been taxed at source uh, and it's not available for relief uh, overseas. And, and the, this is now available in other the double taxation treaties and uh, the UK have updated with some jurisdictions around the world uh, and that means that if you've got a public service pension be it military, NHS, uh, civil service um, uh, or, or local authority or any other government owned uh, source pension those pensions can always be taxed in the UK as income for the rest of your life. So even if you go expat, there's still going to be tax in the UK. Now, if you have uh, a 12,500 uh, uh, public service pension from the UK and you go to live and work abroad, that could be a good thing because that 12,500 is your um, uh, personal allowance in the UK and therefore you'll pay no tax in the UK and then it's not reportable in your other country uh, of residence. So uh, Cyprus pensioners 
with UK state pensions from 24, 25, unless they elect otherwise um, uh, to do it slightly before, will be paying UK tax on that income. But then if you've got uh, £20,000 uh, of UK sourced income, yes, you will pay tax in, in the UK as a pensioner, but you won't pay tax on any additional um, that won't be reportable in Cyprus. So um, a, a retired expat could come to Cyprus with a public service pension um, to be taxed in the UK, but then they've still got the equivalent of £17,000 personal allowance in Cyprus that they could use against other pension or investment or earnings uh, overseas. And, and this extends to other jurisdictions. If you go to a jurisdiction where there's no local taxes, then you'll pay only tax on your UK pension income uh, if it's a public service source one uh, under that those uh, um, under the latest form of double taxation treaty. So pensions are not always the same as they are. That they're review being reviewed and changed with updated double taxation treaties. So even going to live in a, a, a nil tax uh, location for retirement isn't necessarily going to mean that public service pension is going to be tax free. More information and guidance. Uh, retained clients can ask us on live using our live chat service accessible from our website at productpartnership.com. So if you want to retire, re subscribe, join us at productpartnership.com uh, and look for live chat takes you to our retained client service and uh, you can book free reviews and appointments online chat with us and subscribe there uh, annually or monthly uh, for full service or, or, or the new light retained client service so we look forward to seeing you on the other side for that or, so pension incomes can have special rules. In addition to that, the next, the next level that we look at is, is end of the general income. So if you're uh, earning income, got any earned income, um, there's two things about that, is that generally it can be taxed where you are, but it, if, it, if it's an employment, it, it's where you're economically active. So, and, and that could also bring in social insurance liabilities as well. So if you relocate to Portugal and you work in Portugal, uh, even under the non-resident schemes, you'll still pay local Portuguese tax and social insurance on that income and that earned income. Uh, if you go to a country like Cyprus, um, they have a, a system where as long as you're in the country for 60 days and remembering that as a tax resident, you've got to have a permanent resident for the whole 12 months. Um, and, and you're then working abroad for 10 months in Africa or the Middle East or, or another jurisdiction. Um, you don't pay any, any tax in Cyprus on that worldwide earnings. So you can have a, a tax resident in Cyprus uh, be working abroad, either as a nomad uh, or, or crypto investor or a, 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 a Middle East 
uh, African worker where you've got a, a zero tax, local tax con contract, and effectively pay no tax on your worldwide earnings. So Cyprus is, is quite a good place for that. And in the current scheme of things, very attractive for Russian uh, technology individuals, nomads, small businesses, and, and larger companies that are looking for a, a, a jurisdiction to be tax efficient in the EU and, and, and low taxes on their overseas earnings. So uh, it, it, income it, it is earned where it is, and you pay social insurance as well, um, and, and that, that moves with you. If you've got royalties coming in, if your business has, has got a royalty that, that's being paid to you, uh, or if you've got royalties on uh, your uh, publishing or uh, written music or other other rights that you've sold, uh, that those incomes become movable as well. So uh, if, if you relocate to a jurisdiction, what tax are they pay, are they charging on that royalty income? Is it part of your income or is it a tax at a special rate? So different jurisdictions ha can have a flat rate tax. So Bulgaria, Romania have flat rate tax systems. So does um, Portugal uh, for taxable income, um, uh, worldwide income what flat rate tax can you pay? So on a royalty, it could be a flat rate tax of 10%, which is attractive to an expat that uh, um, whereas in the UK, royalties can add to your total income to total up to be, uh, you know, to, to actually your highest rate of income. Um, so royalties on movable income. If you're a business and you've uh, uh, relocated overseas as a business person and you've got a, a holding within the business and you've lent money to your company that's being paid back to you as an interest, that interest that paid to you is movable as well. So any interest that you're receiving from your investments is taxed in the country in which you're resident. Uh, so if that's the UK, it's the UK. If it's overseas, it's overseas. Now, uh, a, a country like Cyprus uh, could be very bad to receive interest because interest is taxed at 30%. But for non-DOM expats, they pay no tax on dividend or interest that's earned. So if a business person has got an interest that's being earned from the business, then that that is... Um, uh, taxed in the country in which you're resident, not in the country where it arises. So you can have interest from your business in Spain or Portugal or UK, and it's taxed where you are. Uh, so that's, that's another way around that. Dividends, again, it's a movable income. So it's taxed where you are tax resident. And again, repeating this point that a tax residence is determined by you having uh, a, a country uh, that you're tax resident in, you've got to have a resident visa for that. Post-Brexit, that's not an automatic right in any EU country as, as it is for any other country around the world. So you have to establish your the, the local residency permit rules uh, uh, and that involves having a permanent resident in that jurisdiction, 
where you, where you you're living permanently with utility bills to get the 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 um, tax residents, those are needed not just to uh, secure your tax residents and and your expat tax savings, uh, but also to allow your banks and your investments to work as well. So you need to have that residence and to get that tax residence abroad. So they're important factors for you to consider and and uh, uh, in taking uh, a relocation abroad when you go expat about where your income is going to be taxed. Uh, if you want to look at your individual circumstance, then contact us at projectpartnership.com and, and we'll give you that uh, deeper insight. Uh, you can live chat to us or register as a retained client to receive online advice during your relocation and for tax issues uh, uh, as you're living and working abroad. Capital gains is, is a slightly different issue as well. And, and there's quite a number of different situations in different jurisdictions. Essentially, a capital gain is taxable in the country where the capital gain is. So if you've got a, a property that's in the UK, then of course it's going to, that's fixed asset in the UK, it's going to be taxed in the UK or when, when that tax arises. But with residential or commercial property in the UK, it, that, that capital gain is fixed to the UK, that, that doesn't move. So even if you go expat, you're still going to pay the highest rate of capital gains tax on that. So yes, you have a personal allowance for capital gains each year, but there's still going to be a capital gains on uh, building property and commercial property in the UK, whether it's residential or commercial. Um, there's plans that expats can make when you're buying into the UK, but you need to consider that uh, with us uh, at, at, uh, at another time uh, by contacting us at productpartnership.com. So, or joining us on as a retained client on our, our live Facebook chat, which will go live after this YouTube video. Um, other types of capital gain in the UK have got tax advantages for expats. So if you've got a business that you're going to sell or you're going to go public, uh, like Matalan, John Hargreaves did at Matalan, if you've got a business that's going public, or if you've got a business you're going to sell, or you've got a... a a, a valuable uh, asset that you're going to sell um, or you've got a crypto investment portfolio that you're going to sell out of then all those things are big opportunities for for you to go expat and potentially save any uh, capital gains tax in the UK so capital gains tax in the UK on uh, uh, investments, shares, private investments, company investments is taxed up to 20% at high, high rate taxes. Um, same with crypto. Any crypto trade it is a capital gain. You can't draw income from crypto. So whether you're uh, banking profits, whether you're changing the currency holdings or, or, or flipping an investment, that creates a gain. So if you're an active trader, there's a potential that you can take action to be deemed a trader in the UK. But uh, from a capital gains perspective, any gains, any moves that you make, you do become uh, a, a tax. Um, it is a capital gains and it's a liability in the UK. Now, if you go expat, 
um, business sales, uh, valuable asset sales, investment sales, share sales, crypto sales, after you go expat are capital gains tax-free. But it's important to remember that uh, two things, and again, it depends upon the, the individual double taxation treaty, but for a capital gain to be exempt, you need to be expat and non-resident before you incur the, um, uh, the capital gains. So it's not sufficient to um, go expat uh, in July and then sell the, the shares or the investment or the crypto in August and, and get capital gains in that current year. It won't work. Even if you're split year, um, generally doesn't work. Uh, you have to go expat and be expat before the start of the tax year, before you make the conscious decision to start selling the asset, instructing agents, instructing brokers, instructing lawyers, uh, instructing finance or investment companies, uh, making inquiries with them. You have to be expat. You have to have your residency visa and your tax residency status and your tax number set up in the year before you go expat. So before the 6th of April this year, you must be expat to then make sales in 2022-23 and, and, and save, save uh, capital gains tax exemptions. If you apply for split year during the year and, and seek to protect your trades, none of your trade none of your income before the split year starts it, it is free of uk tax consideration but also all your gains from the 5th of april to your split year are still potentially liable to to tax in the uk during the current year because the the uh, decision to go expat is taken retrospectively and it's seen as a, a sham scheme to to avoid the capital gains so generally you won't get away with that uh, and 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 that was reinforced in february when matalan lost a case that when they went uh, public from private ownership um the owners tried to go expat and argued that they were expat before the capital gain was realized and hmrc won that up to 20 years to collect 130 million pounds of tax so it's an important timing decision to go expat and have your residency and your tax residency established before making a capital gains uh, decision remembering that with split year the the income does work so if you've got interest and you've got dividends and you've got uh, uh, being received beforehand uh, I'm just starting the the live uh, Facebook feed for the question and answers at the end of this seminar now. So, uh, product retained clients can join um, the, the the live Q and A's um, at our exclusive private group. Um, if if uh, when you go split split year. Uh, Dividend, royalties, and income earned after the split year date are taxed in your new country of residence. So, if that is a, a more 
beneficial tax saving opportunity, then that can work for you. If you're operating through your personal service company, then obviously you can time the receipt of that interest or that dividend or that royalty um, it's connected with, with that um, split year arrangement. Very hard to do that with capital gains. And our caution is to go expat before you start making that moves to plan ahead. The other alternative is, is to make a long-term plan with your family and business uh, to use uh, a tax residency that will protect you from tax. Uh, so you'll hear us quite often talking about a Cyprus International Trust, which can hold uh, company shares and, and uh, interests and investments uh, with zero tax liability in Cyprus. So if you build your portfolio of business assets and interest-bearing uh, uh, assets and dividend-bearing assets within a Cyprus International Trust, those can be pay you uh, to uh, receive taxable tax-free income and pay you tax-free income um, indefinitely into the future and protect those that capital asset from not just capital gains. Uh, there's no capital gains for Cyprus assets on investments or crypto. Uh, or business, the only capital gains you're going to get in Cyprus is on Cyprus property. Um, it protects them from capital gains during your lifetime. And of course, capital gain, the other time you can lose capital gains is on death, but then it becomes inheritance tax at 40%. So again, by building a long-term portfolio where you've got your own family investment company, your own family investment trust, um, you can have those assets in, in such a way that, that you can protect from inheritance tax and capital gains going forward. Um, capital gains and inheritance tax uh, can be avoided, but only with those long-term plans. So in summary, um, the income, the capital gains, the interest, the dividends, they're taxed where your tax resident, if they're a movable, income and that depends uh, but if they're a fixed income uh, a fixed capital gain then they're taxed where those income or where those gains arises uh, with crypto it's, it's a new market it, it's a, a new set of individual um, uh, wealth creation uh, which is, the, the tax rules are just beginning to build up to and understand uh, but essentially, any uh, crypto transaction is capital uh, and not income. Therefore, it's going to be taxed where that capital gain arises. You can go expat and avoid future capital gains, but it's not it's not the it's not necessarily the the, the going to protect you against any previous one. And you have to be careful with split year. Split year can save you tax on future dividends royalties, interest and income, but during the split year, capital gains could still apply. Um, so that's our broad overview. If you want to go into the live Facebook uh, group as a retained client, we can give you a bit more detail, a bit more insight. But if you've got any questions for us, contact us at propartnership.com. You can go live uh, uh, chat to ask a question and book a 
a free consultant review with one of our consultants uh, where we review that and we provide an online service for our clients to guide them on tax wills, immigration and business uh, for family and business across border and down generations. Uh, I hope you found this interesting. Going forward in the coming uh, weeks, we've got a new tax year starting next week. Uh, UK uh, marked on our product calendar. Um, there have been some significant changes announced in March and we'll be coming those and looking at what is the highlights of the UK return for any expat that needs to complete a return in the UK for any gains, uh, property rental income or other income that's arising in the UK or for, for split year uh, going out or returning to the UK. So we're going to cover those issues over the next few months and, and, and look at the new tax years and the Cyprus tax year as well. Uh, for expats who are on a, an, an annual tax return basis. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you're not uh, subscribed as a retained client, go along and join us at productpartnership.co.uk. Mm-hmm.